0: Hello. Two. Two. Hello. Chat. Two. Chat. Two. Two. <laughs> Industry. Industry. <laughs> Industry. <laughs> Industry. <laughs> Industry. Tactics.
1: <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to my podcast, Industry Tactics. It's me, your loyal host, Friendly Rich. From HQ, I'm tuning in today, part of a partnership with. The Markham Jazz Festival. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode as well, with their artistic director Sarah Kim Turnbull. Uh, this week we've got Brandy Disterheft on the on the podcast, legendary bassist. Okay, this is uh, what I've wanted to uh, to chat with Brandy for years. We work together. If you check out my Dinosaur Power Record. You'll hear some serious bass playing from Brandy. And um, her new album, Surfboard. We unpack that and much more. The Enigma. Brandy Disterheft. As part of this special partnership with the Markham Jazz Festival. Cue it up. Episode 126. 126. <laughs> seen in like Oh my god. What? 10 years maybe? Do you Ten think years. it's been that long?
2: I think it's been that long.
1: Oh, welcome to the podcast, Brandy, as I used to call you in the old days, Disterhoof.
2: <laughs> I like that one.
1: Which I will stop. Brandy Disterheft. I'm going to be serious.
2: That's like deer Hoof. That was a very popular band at one time.
1: It, it uh, a great band. Brandy yeah. D- Brandy Disterheft. Um <laughs> welcome welcome and where do we Thanks, find you this... Rich,
2: thank you for having me
1: yeah where are you where are you right now
2: i'm in new york city uptown ain't no place but uptown city's back up back into wow. the hustle back in the yep. thick of it working yep. every night and um
1: okay
2: waiting every for night. the touring to come back
1: waiting for touring to come back she she is waiting okay so the hustle is back <laughs> and we'll talk about the hustle because um uh yeah so you're in new york city you're uptown mm-hmm. you've been living in new york now for quite a few years hey
2: yeah maybe 12
1: holy crap yes wow you remember that fateful trip we took to uh to new york it was an absolute disaster playing with the lollipop people
2: yeah what happened i don't remember ah,
1: I, I must mean, have I had to remember uh getting stopped at the border and uh having to play under an illegal name or a different oh. name a... oh yeah yeah. And I remember walking the only one of the fond memories I have though is walking with you in somewhere in New York. And you were like this. You were like, um, man, I'm going to live out here. I'm going to really I don't you want to live here? And I was like, I I, I didn't really want to live there. But you were like hell bent on living in New York really." and like cut to probably like not long after that, I would think four or five years after that you were mm. you were doing it.
2: Well, my mom's from Chicago, right? She plays B-3 organ and jazz piano. So she was really the one that was like, when are you moving? Brandy, what are you doing? When are you moving? Okay. So she was really the big push.
1: You know what? Gentle listeners, uh, although Brandy and I go way back, I know nothing about her. So this is so exciting. <laughs> so is so exciting. You've been a bit of an enigma. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 I really appreciate the time that we've spent making music together over the years, like uh, a, a few recordings, and uh, right? Uh, and, yeah,
2: uh, you always blew me away because of your creative power. It sort of made us all look like fools compared oh to what God. you were doing, mixed in with performance art. And the stage and the lyrics and the comedy and then the, right. other, the political,
1: you know. Right.
2: And then with right. the improvisation.
1: Right. Like, there was a yeah. lot there. And we we were pretty, like, pretty young and pretty green. I, 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 I had never really even thought of leading a band back then. But I remember you just being, like, A, just, like, a monster musician. But, like, your spirit was very, like, um... You know what I think of when I think of you? I just think of like mystery. It's like I, I you, what, and and case in point like hey, my mom plays B3 organ and what else? Well, piano. And piano in Chicago and yeah. she was like when are you going to move out here? So I had no idea that that yeah. so you're so you're are you dual citizen?
2: Yeah, and my aunt's quite a force out in LA in the music scene for years. Oh so
1: Wow. Wow. Um that's incredible. That, so, so, so you definitely had models in your life, uh, musician models in your life, strong models that that, you were, that you've kind of built your career on, I assume. That.
2: That's right.
1: Like, yeah, that's cool. And they're still both making music? Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, do, you, do you ever collaborate or make music together?
2: We have an album under my mom's name and my uh, mom asked my aunt to sing a song. Um, oh my God. But I hired my mom for some festival dates, and she killed it. She tore it up. But oh. we fight a little bit, so. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. how enjoyable it is for either one of us, but hmm. yeah, she taught me a lot of those old tunes, like Tangerine, and is, is how to learn that? tunes on you know oh. orally on stage, which helps a lot.
1: Oh, okay, okay, wow, wow. Um, what's your mom's name?
2: A Fran Jare J A R E
1: J A R E Fran. Okay, well, gentle listeners, look up Fran Jare,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, and and my maybe- aunt
2: has some hilarious uh, spoofs too. She's a force. Uh, her name is Angie Jare J A R E E. See, they all have stage names, which I should have done. So.
1: She,
0: My
2: aunt yeah. has this wonderful spoof on Spain, you know, to Korea Spain ba, da, yeah. da, da, ba, da, ba, da, about spam. You know, the food spam.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. She's
2: great.
1: So she's like a, me- a music comedy kind of crossover, a little, a yeah. little bit.
2: Well, she's had the Danny Elfman gig for years. She's sang oh, with thanks. Sergio M- Mendez and recorded on an oh, album where he oh, made wow. her wear belly button tops on the road, and she's sang with Claire Fisher. So she has oh, some wow. Wow. clout. Wow. But her own stuff is like you. It's pretty amazing, creative, and funny.
1: Oh, that's neat. That's mm-hmm. really neat to hear. And, um, and 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 I like the stage name idea. And why do you think so? So is the, is the last name Jare? J A R E?
2: Yeah. Um, no, they double E.
1: Yeah. And my and, mom. And, oh, shit. Um, hang on. Pardon me. Fuck. That's my phone name.
2: <laughs> It's the worst phone ring ever. Um, I loved
1: it. Um, so so I'll put it on uh, how. How um, how 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 wrong. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, I should have had that on on silence. Silence. So so the, the stage name incorrectly spelled last name, but not not spelled incorrectly enough. Like, wouldn't anyone be able to? Anyway, I'm not asking Angie questions here. <coughs> she's built her own career it's fine it's beautiful
2: <laughs> yeah and why
1: did you say that you should have had a a, a stage name what what gives you what do you think that
2: when you tell people off stage oh what's your name brandy and i don't even bother with distra heft okay and then most americans don't speak more than one language so getting them to even spell it or understand it they it's ho- right. hopeless so
1: which is why today on this podcast we're announcing I had it right when I introduced you. <laughs> Think of hoof at the end and what that does for you. See, I had it right the whole time. Anyway, I'll stop. Yeah. Um, I want to get into it with you. I want to ask you all the questions I've always wanted to ask you here of, like, the way you govern your career. Because it's really well thought, you know. Um and and deliberate to the point of you i've never thought really i haven't given given two thoughts about my real name or my stage name it just was given to me and i ran with it and here we are you know like i i
2: well you added friendly to it sure
1: sure no i just adopted friendly rich it's my thing right but uh, and yeah. it was kind of there's a story there but it, it it's not a well-thought story is my point is like it's just kind of it's its thing and i wonder on your end like you're you're very, you're very deliberate with your career and and where you're going and how you release things. I noticed that about you, you know, like I can see knowing you a little bit, I can see the thought that goes behind everything from a a front cover like your your cover art, your pardon the pun, your branding. Mm-hmm. um to to your name even i i wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have gone that far with you but I, it's interesting to even hear that brandy of like that the the way you think about um all of this stuff and this this podcast is called industry tactics so i mm-hmm. kind of do want to get into some of the jazz tactics with you is that <laughs> is that triggering when i say jazz tactics <laughs> no it wouldn't be right you didn't go to U of T. you're you're a humber no. yeah So so, Brandy went to Humber for jazz. uh, In 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 like a a, a, I what I think just peering in on that that time a really beautiful time for that that school you made a lot of I'm assuming uh, great connections and you want to start there maybe in terms of what that did for your musical voice or or sure thing.
2: yeah. Um, Humber was great because uh, out of the schools, they had the most kids enrolled, so probably 300 kids, which just means you're on your instrument all the time playing and in mm. with different formats and lots of networking when you get out of school. And of course, we had um, some strong players like Lila Bialy, who I went to high school with, my high school best friend. and oh, she where did you go to high school? In North Van. Um so you, you
1: knew Lila from from North Vancouver.
2: Yeah, wow. she was my best friend. And um, oh wow, Rini Rossness also went to that high school. Mark Rogers, bassist, also went to that high school. It's oh. the band teacher, Mr. Ribliati. Oh
0: wow! But
2: um, yeah, so Humber was great, and um, you know my partner in crime at that time has you know your late drummer, not late, but late drummer.
1: Uh, no, no, t- t- take a different word. There, right? <laughs> why you
2: has yeah, early
1: drummer,
0: yes, Your early
2: drummer, and um, yes. there was sort of like a force um, within our year, and the, you know, yeah. and then the Rex is such a great institute with the jam sessions and working there every night, and then from there, meeting some of the older musicians like Jim Heineman taught me so much about that book, and of course you have Pat LaBarbera at school mm-hmm. um, yeah. that taught us that whole standard book, which was great to let you come to New York and start playing tunes.
1: Wow.
0: But
2: we were very fortunate. We had quite a few resources.
1: All right, listen. We're going to break to listen to Brandy, <laughs> Brandy play her instrument because I think now now's the time, just like any...
2: You know um, the videos are so good. If you were to play surfboard, but you can't in- interject the the surfboard uh, video. N- right? Never, never say
1: never. But um, this is in part with we're we're we releasing this episode in partnership with our friends at the Markham Jazz Festival. So if we could throw in the surfboard video, hell yeah, yeah we will. But on the podcast as well, we're gonna we're gonna break to it. So actually, why okay. don't we play the title track from your your latest uh, Juno nominated record, Surfboard? This is. And the vi- set this up?
2: Well, the video footage is great. It's my friend, um, Dana Calme, who's a filmmaker here. And oh, so she awesome. was working on a side, well, one of her main feature films. So I asked her for some B-roll.
0: Oh, cool. Um, cool.
2: So the, it's real, these beautiful uh, top female girls surfing. And um, Surfboard, of course, is a song written by the great Carlos Jobim, Brazilian oh, shit. co-founder of... You know, the bossa nova. Right, right. So um, I like the idea that was a sort of a throwaway, but it does have some clout. And also the idea of surfing in life is the ba- the art of balancing juggling, right? Oh, that! So this okay. drummer on this track is yep. eighty-three, Porcinho. He played with everyone yep. from Tanya Maria to Harry Belafonte oh, to wow, wow, Paquito. Wow. and he has—he's known as the James yeah. Brown of the B- Brazilian funk samba. But he has this forward, very modern way, and he took me under his wing. So this is very special. This is with his piano player.
1: What's his name, so Porcinho?
2: Yeah, Porcino on drums and Klaus Mueller on piano. So I was like Sharon Jones and the, you know how those famous band leaders just steal rhythm sections?
1: Right, right, right. That's what I
2: did. Although I've been playing with these guys for 10 years.
1: Brandy. Wow, this is rich. Here it is. This is (laughs) This is surfboard. what a tune, eh? I was really blown away by that. And, uh, so did you do, did you do much with the arrangement? How did that come to be that, that tune?
2: Yeah, that was sort of like Porcino's arrangement. Okay. Um, the trio, we had been playing it. Um, cool. yeah.
1: Wow. So you've been playing with them for 10 years, hey?
2: Yeah. I've always wanted to record us. So I finally did oh. it.
1: Oh, they, so...
2: it's nice. Cause they have such a book of like the straight ahead standards, but then they oh. spin it samba and add arrangements. And it's so special.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, good for you in terms of like, I just think it's really cool to see that kind of that opportunity and and build on it. And then, boom, out comes this 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 brilliant record. Um, oh, thanks.
0: You, are
1: you are you always thinking that way when you're when you're. You said you're working like seven nights a week now. Um,
2: yeah, well, bass players get a lot of work, so you're just trying to um, not get lost doing that and try and put something out that's meaningful. Amen. And forward motion.
1: So you, you say bass players get a lot of work. Some, sometimes it's not. It, it, you're not. You're not necessarily then heading up. Seven projects, seven days a week. It's not so you're you're playing a supporting role, and then but in this context, you were like, "Hey, do you guys want to get together and and make this thing under my under my leadership, right?" And that's how that happened. That's right.
2: And then we asked uh, the great George Coleman to special guest on it. So
1: unbelievable, unbelievable! The the caliber of of players that you're connecting with out there, hey.
2: So George Coleman is from Memphis, and his. Um, one of his best f- friends growing up is Harold Mayburn, who recorded on my last album. So that's the whole wow. Memphis sound. Wow. And um, wow. And they're very old school where they pick different keys or they'll pass you along the next solo up a half step in the key of B and like blazing fast tempos. And wow. Um, wow. 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 So there's this very old school jazz bandstand learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was nice to try and be part of that.
1: Oh my God, Brandy. I admire it. I, th- I just think like you're in, you're in the mix there. And you, how do you feel about that? Like, how does, how do, do you ever, um, are you wearing like brown pants on stage? <laughs> you're wearing diapers on stage. I would be, I would be, there, there's an intelligent question, right? <laughs> but I feel it. Like, are you, have you, are you, like your, your musical journey over the years, have, have you had to work to this point to get, that confidence has it been like a an ongoing thing or as i don't know how do you yeah. kind of follow or, well, or i don't know what's it but what even the question is there like how do you build that confidence to get to where you are right now
2: i don't know i guess it's the hours of practice and then the hours of being on the bandstand and then just yep. trying to make friends and make your own scene okay. and then hopefully people support you and hire you so you have a reciprocal community which is what happened
1: yeah. And you're
0: But you're the
2: hours in. of practice never yeah. ends.
1: You're you're still you're still putting that into this day, hey?
2: Yeah. I have to do yeah. more. Well, you know the pressure of that. So
1: Yeah, yeah. You are you hard on yourself that way when it comes
2: to practice? Well, I'm just waiting for this moment, this big epiphany where I don't know.
1: Well go no. no. What, what where
2: you create something that absolutely is undoubtedly mind blowing. Something that moves and speaks to people and you have a message and that mm. you know
1: yeah i do think i know i, I do think I, know. <laughs> I, I think that i think the pandemic was a, a moment of like uh how, how did it treat you in terms of that like did, did have you been oh, it was asking awesome that qu- it was, it was great.
2: awesome yeah you just practice you write listen to this gardening do nothing no schlepping no gigs i was like in heaven
1: Listen to this—the honesty. It was awesome. Schlepping <laughs> that goddamn double bass around, it. yeah. like it's—it's it's not for the week of. Uh, it's not for the hunchback.
2: Yeah.
1: How has that been over the years?
2: It's good. That? I'm a bit of an injury right now, but I'm going oh. through with it. I'm fine. Yoga, running.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. All of it. The the whole diet.
2: It's the subway too. I mean, you could drive, but the subways just safer you'll get there on time
1: okay okay um
2: it's not the playing it's just the carrying it
1: it, it's not the playing it's just the carrying it because it really is one of the best instruments as is like any any i think it is the size of the instrument does equate a little bit, right? It's <laughs> yeah. not 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 given it on 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 both ends of the spectrum, right? But the weight of that know. goddamn instrument is like I, I always admire that of carrying that goddamn thing around, trying yeah. to look normal. I remember that one of the last times I saw you in person, <laughs> I looked across the <laughs> no, 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 no. streetcar, and there you were with your your fucking hearse <gasps> or your, your your coffin. You know, it's it's just <laughs> such a big thing, you know.
2: The people on this subway are like, Oh my god, that poor thing. Look at her. It must be so awful. And I'm like, I can hear you. It's not that bad. We get to travel around the world and create music. It's truly really not that bad.
1: True, the payoff is 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 is, is, is rich. But
2: yeah. they do like to talk about you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay where were we you're you're gigging seven days a week you're practicing like hell. you still feel like you could practice more so you know, well
2: and write more definitely
1: but you're 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 chasing this um this big fish right you're looking for like the work of art that you really do you feel like it's one work of art that that you really want to make that statement with like what, what
2: I think you could do it with one yeah little step so you could do it with one And then Mm -hmm. keep building. Obviously, it's a library by the time you pass.
1: Yeah. But you're that's what do you think? Well, fuck, you know, this whole COVID thing has really um, allowed a time to reflect and write, uh, as you were saying, and practice and try to come back a strong. I, I vowed to myself to come back a stronger musician. And as we are starting to open up now here on this end, it's like that's, that's where my mind is at, but I have been on this kick for a while too, Brandy. So I can really relate to what you're saying on the front of like the art that we make, the statements that we're trying to convey that really, you know, I think it's, yeah, you want to make it count obviously with every work that you do. And I, I feel like you're doing that in, 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 in your body of work. I really feel that it's it's well thought. It's capturing where you're at. Like I love hearing the backstories about how um did you, was it Klaus Mueller? Yeah No, no, no. No, it was um Portino? It, it was it was George Coleman having yeah. worked with who did he work Harold,
2: with Harold, Harold Mayburn. They were school friends. They grew up together. So they have that whole Memphis scene.
1: You know, I think that that's charming to me is like these through lines in your work yeah. and you are you're really building a a family out there in terms of um, musicians that you are connected to and working with. Like, how how is that grind for you? I just find it, It,
2: I mean, it's lovely, as you know, finding musicians to work with. I've been working with this piano player, Anthony Wanzi, and we just recorded his album um, during COVID, and that's Uh been nice because he's such a force. So it's nice, these, like, pockets of... Yeah collaborations
1: you know what i thought was um interesting talking to matana roberts a bunch of years ago she's a a, a new york saxophonist right
2: uh, okay
1: and she she said something that really struck me about new york and i don't know if you relate to this vibe is the idea of like shit man it is a tiring city because you gotta feel like you you mentioned the hustle earlier in our talk and she, she really like stressed that just saying like it it is a thing like you have to feel like you are playing 7 days a week to to keep up and 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 do you get that vibe do do, do you feel the city um you you have a real hunger for for collaboration and 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 music making so does the mm-hmm. city do you jive with that in terms of, like, that that pulse that she was yeah, talking
2: on? I think so, yeah.
1: You don't ever um, feel it's like a pressure thing where it's like, oh, my God, this city, I can't work hard enough.
2: Well, yeah, you can't look at it that way, but that's definitely possible. Right, um, right. Yeah, but it's very welcoming. There's so many scenes, like from the free scene to the bebop scene to the trad scene, avant-garde scene. So that's yeah. really beautiful. There's always like a a moment and a, an opportunity to, you know, find new scenes. There's such a big population, so that's nice.
1: Do you do that a lot of that in like? Do you do you kind of make it a a thing where you're like, I want to, I want to break out of this world and yeah, go for
2: absolutely
1: yeah yeah good for you good for you um all right well um so so where do we go from here you lead the way
2: how did you uh come up with your film idea
1: which one what are you talking about
2: this film um on your that i was watching today
1: oh um you you're not talking about that weird one where my face melts
2: yes yeah, how, how did you come up with that?
1: Oh man, well it was really a dark record. So um, Marty, the filmmaker, the "We Are All Terrorists" yeah. thing, he uh, he he heard it and was like, "I want to build your face out of um, whatever the fuck it was, like weird uh, shit that can decompose over time." And so he filmed it that way. But yeah, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty gross. Pretty gross.
2: I love all the and creativity. So he wanted to do the or the film, or you suggested Yeah, I wanted it? to
1: do a video, and then we, we it ended up being like, hey, what what would happen if we did this longer form thing over the whole record, where it was just like your face rotting over like an hour's a long uh, experience of. Of course, I'm going to say like, oh, that sounds like a great idea, right? When we talk about branding, I guess we go about it differently, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean. Uh, you know, I, I saw you recently at the Juno's and I thought, wow, Brandy, you are like you won a Juno Award for your debut record. Mm-hmm. And um, I that that was that was beautiful to see. And then I saw you you were nominated again mm-hmm. for surfboard. Mm-hmm. How was your and then I saw you, you, okay, you, you who who won? We know I know, I know, I just knew that it wasn't you and I was like pissed off. I was like, okay, <laughs> come on, god damn it. But anyway, someone else won.
2: Yeah. Um, I forget. And no, he's okay. wonderful, and he's has been have sure. the scene longer than me. And okay, I think okay, that well, was his cool. first nomination.
1: Oh, that's great! That's great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, great. no, I just remember I was like, oh, Brandy, oh. <laughs> and then and then, so anyway, I just thought I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. It's a weird question, but what's that like? Like not like is it humbling to like i'm not even nominated so i don't i don't know any of this shit like this is beyond me but you go you're you're, you're building this thing
0: you're, you're so they it.
2: put me in a chat room w- yeah. a, a wrong chat room like while you're waiting because it was all online okay. and lila was there that so was oh, so great. great i was great, like great. hey Lila. and then i saw matt dusk was there and he was in front of like a pool like it was awesome he aced it
0: Oh my god! like
2: the whole like you know crooner vibe
1: Right. right. The Junos
2: right. are great. It's great to be honored.
1: That is cool. I think it's really and cool. and
2: sometimes you can get yeah. some nice uh, embassy tours. I remember we went to Haiti, and and oh that's God. great. But other than that, yeah. It. I mean, you had to. I wanted to buy. On the first record, I wanted to buy everyone Junos, and that they're like, well, that would oh, yeah. be six hundred dollars each. And I was like, okay, I I get it. It's like yeah. a little.
1: Yeah, but that's tough, eh? Like you do want to build that kind of camaraderie, but not for the, not to the tune of six hundred dollars, eh? hey? Industry tactics. But you're how do you even how do you even um you've had a long-standing relationship with just in time records? Yeah. And earlier we spoke about the idea of labels, but now let's talk about the idea of labels, like record labels. How have they been supportive and other labels in in terms of helping your career? Like who have been some of these people that have helped you just keep progressing?
2: Um, So, JP, Jean-Pierre LeDuc, um, when I played at the Montreal Jazz Festival, he's the one that spotted our little, my little trio, and then he um, was working for Just In Time at that point. And okay. then he's like, oh, they might be interested. And then they sort of blew me off. And then I remember I was like emailing them. These are my tour dates. This is I'm planning to record this. And I kept following up, following right. up email like. Okay. And so then they were really great. And they had a nice, um, he, you know, he was one of the biggest distributors with Fusion. So he has yeah. a nice base oh, wow. yeah, in right. uh, Japan. And he's he, yeah, he's been around for so long. So at this point. Like they, I know in New York who the top publicists are. So mm-hmm. you know they hired, took one of my suggestions, and okay. it's nice because right. you don't have to do so much of the work. But I think now with the online distributors, mm-hmm. I don't think you really need a label anymore. Oh, so it's kind of right? like you're damned if you do, oh, you're boy, damned yeah. if you don't. Right? You're yeah. going to give some to the label, yeah, but then they're going to do more of the work for you.
1: That you do you? F- how do you feel about that? That like your your whole the way that you've run things have you've obviously been on the cusp of like an evolution in in music in a lot of ways right we've been in the mix here have you felt it um has it changed your uh, does it change your day-to-day in terms of the way that you you do what you do
2: like what do you mean
1: well yeah good let me rephrase that that was a shit question (laughs) take two I mean, like the music industry has changed significantly. You're saying, like, well, you don't, you don't even really need a label right now. Statements like that. I mean,
2: you need a distributor, uh, an online yeah. distributor. Okay. I don't know. Sorry, so the the medium has changed. I mean, it's yeah. definitely uh, visual.
0: You, so, yeah, you feel so, it. Right?
2: I mean, yeah. there's is there any point in even putting out records? A, yeah, it's just singles and a yeah. video. Yeah. So,
1: Do you spend a lot of time thinking about that stuff? I should. Like, that would
2: be you know, a good thing. No, I just think trying to create some music that means something or lyrics well, or it. a mood or a sound or a band right. or this magic. from. Right. Right. But I should almost think the other way, shouldn't I?
1: I don't know. I think you got it right. I want to feel like you got it right. Like you're. <laughs> the, I'm hoping that you, you're on the right side of that, where it's like you shouldn't really be concerned with, the the method of getting it out there you're more concerned with the the work itself i feel like that obviously makes we, the most we sense. did
2: a lot of videos for this well, two really strong videos for this album surfboard which are great so that and it's a creative fun.
1: pursuit right like that's uh for me that feels like a byproduct of the beauty like it's it's like okay like well you you're you you, you created this thing this mm-hmm. rich project which mm-hmm. we're going to hear more more of in a minute but like the the videos in that feel for me like a like a like a it comes after it's like d- it dresses it up for sure but it's not like i don't know it, is it the main event i don't know uh, you know to I be de- it, to I be think, determined I, you know it's yeah what do you think sir i
2: think it is um i uh, have a website brandy.nyc to make it easier for people to remember my last name so i did a oh, wow. a small press of um LPs for surfboard Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and um because I was just getting upset that you know Spotify and Sean Parker who invented Napster
0: yeah yeah it was
2: just free music and now he invented Spotify which is 0.003 cents per play I was getting mad that someone has to say well my art is not worth one even one penny three plays is barely a penny so Mm -hmm. I I, you know you hear a lot of um peers saying that they make quite a bit they do very well from LPs. Right. So I did a small run, and that's going yeah. pretty well. And I like saying, well, this is how much my art is worth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I guess the idea would be to invent your own platform, like a Jay-Z bot title. Right. Right.
0: right.
2: And um, right. so if we could have our own platform, maybe even a jazz platform where we say, okay, <clears throat> it costs a little more.
1: Yep. Yeah. But it's niche it well and and that gets back to maybe there is a need for a rethink on what labels are doing and and so you go to this you know for for this certain thing and i i think there's there's a there's definitely like when it comes to curating the good stuff i think a a, a lot of room out there for for that um you you know, uh, tapping into the scenes that you are involved with is something that I think would be a lot of interest, would be of interest to a lot of people, right? True. Um,
2: and then to video document that even.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're you're thinking of a lot of these things as, as you go away. Is it, is it, is it tiring? You're the sigh that you just let out. I don't know. Is, Is it, is it, is it, tiring or frustrating to think of, of this sometimes like
2: no it's, it's just cool heavy long. but then once it yeah. comes it's amazing and then you're uh, ready so i'm in between right now so i just yeah. put out the albums and now I'm nothing yeah. you know
1: yeah
0: yeah still water
2: time to yeah time I know to know that state
1: that's state, mm-hmm. that's a fun state right like yeah. some people i know get a little down in that state mm-hmm. and i always uh, combat that with um you just gotta get the next one going yeah that's, that's been my only um uh, which I don't think is right, actually I think you need to let them breathe a little mm-hmm. you you don't need to get to the next thing just to battle the a, any any kind of mental shit that might be going on like like you know what I mean be- between records or between uh pieces of work. I don't know. That's how I've battled it, anyways. It's kind of like if you ever go on vacation, when it, when you come back from a really good vacation, you're kind of a little a little blue. I, I am anyway, and I think like the ne- the way to combat that is just to book another l- little vacation. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, welcome to my brain, Dandy d- Dandy Bristerheft. Um, so, so, that that could be good. That could be good, Dandy Bristerheft.
0: Anyway, I like that one. I
1: leave that with you. Um let's listen to more of this fantastic record that we're celebrating today in partnership with our friends at the Markham Jazz Festival. Let's cue up One Dream. Um, this has this beautiful bass solo. Uh can you can you set that one up a little bit for us? Holy shit. First of all, you sound incredible.
2: Oh, you're very sweet. Yeah, that has a bass opening, and then I go into a very set a set of lyrics that are very close to my heart. And uh, at that point, I was discovering Shirley Horn and trying to create something slow and moody like she did so wonderfully. Um, mm. And that's about it. It's just a little story.
1: Here it is One Dream from her new record, Surfboard, featuring George okay. Coleman.
3: or take away if I choose Daylight's bright tomorrow. Show how a daydreamer's dream can come true. But of all life's joys I've cried for, and of all windfalls. Of all life's joys I've pined for And of all windfalls
1: Yeah. Brandy, I'm reading a lot about you um, and people say that you capture the spirit of Charles Mingus <laughs> L- living in New York city. Now, how, how do you, how does that feel? No pressure there. Hey.
2: Yeah. I think when I was younger, I was even yeah. more like that, like more fire. And then as oh, wow. I studied with Ron Carter and the elder gentleman, you almost become more refined and you're almost searching for a cleaner sound. So that has its positives and its negatives. Um, but yeah, definitely to be, to be in New York, it feels, um, very exciting. So that's nice. And to be trying to create is exciting.
1: You, um, do you do a lot of teaching?
2: i have done um a little bit of teaching i'm doing a little more teaching now yeah i love teaching
1: when you approach it and you think of things like this like the way you were earlier the way and working with certain people who have changed your approach um yeah, how do you go about it? Even thinking about that statement you made earlier, which sticks with me, of like, what is the art that we want to be making? I want to be chasing that, you know, that work, that that really that special piece, that special release. And I, I you maybe feel like you haven't gotten there yet, you know, into a lot of, in 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 a lot of ways. So so when you're teaching, do you do you go about it in the same way? Like like, are you are you uh?
3: Oh, no. What's
1: your role there? What's your role there when someone says I want to study? I
3: mean,
2: I guess my mom gave me uh, like limitless, there's limitless possibilities. So whatever you want to do, you can do it if you just put your mind to it in practice. and Okay. So okay. that's the endless optimism. I do have that. I think that's helped a lot. You do? Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Um, but with the base, it's so specific and there's... You have to get the corks in your left hand, and you have to be perfect, and there's just too, so it's
1: what's
0: this a little term diligent.
2: The,
1: what's this term of the cork?
2: <laughs> it's to put out. a cork in your left hand here to have this perfect claw, and you have to, Ron Carter talks about putting a cork in your right hand, and you can see the people that have studied with him have like a perfect hand like that. Oh, shit. And you do have to have like, and you can't be like all sloppy like that, because then you won't ever be able to produce a big sound. So, I think with teaching it's a little more diligent with getting the tech technical things down.
1: when you went with your right hand, you went with two <laughs> two fingers. I noticed hey is that
0: really yeah. Uh, yeah yeah well,
2: the whole idea that Mr. Carter talks about is is that you're gonna get um it's being economic, so you're gonna get a bigger sound with less effort, right? Two fingers is weightier, bigger, heavier than one yeah. Yeah, as, as soon as the tempo speeds up, sometimes you have to do two, and then okay. some guys, even Niels Henning, Oscar Pettiford, went so fast that he did all four. But that's not the sound I'm going for. I rather a bigger sound.
1: Shit! Wow, that, that was gentle listeners. If you were uh, following <laughs> along there, that was exciting. That was an exciting moment getting into it. Uh, Brandy, your he- I want to get into your head. So like, you're you're an eternal optimist, eh? Yes. Because this music industry, I imagine, especially in New York, um, can be, a, I think you need that.
2: Yes. Especially as you get older, because we worked with so many musicians that are so talented and they hang on to these, oh, it was this person or that, instead of saying, I'm going here.
1: Yeah. What do you What do you love the most about this musical life that you're that you're obviously gonna gonna keep doing forever? I, but.
2: I love the sound of the bass. I love how it feels when you're like warmed up and you put you know you're on a streak of a few weeks playing every night and it's just this powerful yet relaxed, sonorous sound. I like the creativity as a bass player that I can change so much. I have so much control. Um, I like the endless harmonic lessons that we're still trying to learn. And on the bandstand, I like, you know, trying to level with people, be cool, but be tough. And like, put in your changes or change things. I like the constant memory games of like, you know songs from seven years ago and then a song gets called on you. You're not sure, but within like two seconds, you have to know what the song is and all that pressure. What? I love like the cafeteria popularity contest, trying to make friends with people, trying to go out, make new scenes, and then okay, just trying to the most gratifying is just like we talked about, trying to exert some music or do something that, you know, moves people.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: I guess including yourself. Yeah. When When listening back.
1: (laughs) I remember even just being in recording sessions with you, like now, now come to think of it, like you're like, so, so when you're talking about like being tough enough to be like, I think that you go this way. Right. Yeah. Does that, um, have you evolved that? Have you kept going with that? Like, is that a thing that you feel now? Like, I don't know. You're a little more, um,
2: I don't know. I'm sometimes horrible. Like I'll scream at the younger kids if they're looking at their phones or the changes, because they won't learn that way. And, um, but I have to be able to back it up. So you can't just yeah. be yeah. totally rude. Right. Right, um, right. Right.
1: Right. 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 Right.
2: Yeah. And you have to be with these older gentlemen or even older players. Them? You have to be, you know, you can't be yeah. all sweet and you have to boss them around a little bit. And it's always like this, this, game even within like one song it's
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i get it um what 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 if the kid was looking at their phone because the the chart is on the phone and that's the modern world
2: no you can't do that i mean to some degree if nobody knows the song then you'd have to look at it but if one person knows the song or most of the song you gather all that information And yeah, you can't learn by reading it. You have to learn orally. That's how everybody learned, with jazz, or else be like a classical musician or something. Right, right. You know, so many of my friends they can't even sit in on jam sessions because they're so afraid of not knowing the right change or not knowing the tune. But that's the whole point: is to learn that skill of quickly adapting. Wow, wow. And not forgetting, but that's IQ. And not doing drugs, right?
1: What 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 do you mean?
2: Well, to retain information.
1: You don't think drugs are a good are a good idea.
2: <laughs> no, Well, drugs can uh, recreationally it could yeah. yeah, give you some good ideas, but I think for attention span some of the oh. best musicians have, you know, been very clean.
1: Do you, do you, do you keep clean?
2: Do I? Yes, yeah. more and more unless there's a party, then once in a while you can have
1: Hey, fun, right? hey, hey, a little bit of a little bit of this or a little bit yeah. of that, right? You're only yeah. human. Right? <laughs> no that's fascinating i i I love getting into this um so Mm -hmm. you
2: like harold mayburn you know he was in his 80s and he played with everyone from lee morgan to you know he was the guy and and he they never he never drank anything on stage and it was all about business and he was like a force and there's like no time for that you're just like on stage you create your art
1: wow
0: it's like
2: and then you're off stage and i don't know
1: you're doing you're doing uh more than one gig a night are you moving around are you going from one place to another how 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 yeah. nuts is it yeah
2: what well, we did last weekend was two doubles so two gigs on saturday and Sunday. So that's good
1: get in yeah. on this so the industry tactics doubles that means that's like one gig at one o'clock in the afternoon and yeah. another at six
2: yeah i can't do triples so it's too much but Tripling. Unless it was really good, unless the call was really good. <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I, are they like right across town? Are you are you are you are are you hopping in cabs or what?
2: Yeah, usually or okay. ones in the afternoon, ones at night, so you can go home, and take a nap.
1: And you love that, eh? Like you and you now you're now you're like let's get touring. Like you you love this. You want to you want you want to be moving around. That that's that's well, the goal, for, right? For the touring. Most music Right, touring. Music- I
2: rather just build a fan base for myself, so that's more selfish.
1: Touring, yeah, okay, mm. okay, okay. But do you enjoy it? Do you love that idea of city to city and connecting with? It, no,
2: bodies? but it depends who you're with. If you've got a good team, then it's fun and yep. the music. Yep. Yeah,
1: yep, yep, yep. I agree, I agree. Because you're going to be playing it every night, so yeah. it has to be. It has to be for the right reasons. Right. I love this. I love the. Um, I love how intense. You are with that whole bit about staying clean uh and 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 uh and and being serious and intense about it. Are you how do you feel about music theory and your understanding of jazz? Because I don't fucking get it.
3: Well, I
2: after Humber I had Because my mom taught me the basics of jazz piano. And then I went back in and I studied with Brian Rudolph, who's such a wonderful piano teacher in Toronto. For those of you who are looking for a real piano teacher, Brian Rudolph. So he went through all these voicings and stuff as a bass player you can miss. So that helped me so much. And recently, I've been doing it again because it helps with writing. And then just asking, you know, never being afraid to ask on stage or on the bandstand, hey, what is that? What are you doing there?
1: Okay, you know, okay. and then That's passing that on and you and you don't feel if you're asking on the stage or on the bandstand that that you're um that you're revealing uh like an right. ignorance or a weak point in yourself like
2: well, I guess it depends what you're asking
1: right 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 hey as an example, hey this d is a d is a dominant seven. <sighs> got a major got a got a, <laughs> a an f sharp in it that's my that would be my question is that that's laughable? <gasps> fuck i can't i don't understand it no a, a d7 let me get this let me try to get this once and for all a d7 because this is what the people want to know this is industry tactics a d7 has a flat a
2: major triad it has a flat seven
1: A dominant seven has a sharp F.
2: Yes, F sharp, the major three.
1: Yes. Yeah, fuck. There we go. There we go. You know how long it took?
2: (laughs) You said it right away. You got it right away.
1: These jazz voicings, these jazz voicings are mental. If I hear Tanya Mm -hmm. Gill and David French analyzing, and John Meyer analyzing uh, a, a, a set of chords, I feel like I'm in. Uh, I might as well be in uh, on another planet. Okay. No. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's not all you spelling. need to do
2: are take private piano lessons, and within like four sessions, you'll know.
1: You feel like it's it, you're going to get there with private piano to understand those voicings. That's it. Because mm-hmm. I'm taking. Guitar lessons and trying oh. to, to to unpack the guitar,
3: guitar
2: is not like the piano is visual so You can yeah. see everything. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, Brandy, that's that's okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll uh, I'll migrate. Maybe I'll <laughs> migrate back to it. Da um, nah, da. Nah, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. So we heard. Why don't you of, call
2: um, up Brian Rudolph?
1: Fuck. You know what? I'm writing. I'm writing down his name. I I I'm I am hungry to keep learning. You know that that I'm definitely on that
2: path. And um, But sometimes I, I that can hinder you, right? All the knowledge, because then you know everything and then everything becomes stale. So when you're in the discovering phase, yeah, that can yeah, be really beautiful yeah. too. And
1: I, I'm i of the opinion that I, I don't, and we'll keep talking about, I want to keep digging into a little bit like your music education what's built this, 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 like um, the fucking corks. You talked about corks being like on your hands, but I, I mean, you got it on your head too, this idea of corks. <laughs> And um, it, the idea is that confidence, right? And it's, um, I don't ever feel that I could have enough knowledge. It's just, for me, it's just vocabulary. I don't ever feel that I can have enough vocabulary that, that it would hinder my creative output. I don't think it would ever hurt it. I think it's just my, my hunger to really understand it and see it the way some of these other musicians are seeing it. I hear you though, the naivete and the not knowing and the following the ear is getting to a different place. And I don't want to undermine that either. I think you're talking about something on stage there. You're saying we never read anyway.
2: Read, but yeah, but those yeah. stupid stand not stupid, but the simple standards, Yeah, you don't need to.
1: Right. I got you.
2: I got a lot you. of the Americans yeah. talk, you don't need to.
1: Yeah. 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 Um we've talked a little bit about where you want to go as an artist, but you're coming out of COVID. It sounds like you're coming out of COVID with a bang. And Mm -hmm. um, do you know what that looks like yet? Or are you kind of, I know you spoke about the the big fish in terms of like really wanting that self-expression to be Mm -hmm. cranked to 11 in terms of what you're putting out. And that that's been throughout your career. It seems, I I think you're not just, that's not a new thought in my opinion, in in looking at, at how you've evolved over the years, but do you know where you're going like seven years from now? Do you have an uh, idea? Five years, three years. Right. Do you do that kind of
2: shit? I used to. Yeah. Interesting. Um, now it's, I should, I should write goals. I just have to um, write more. I have to write every day.
1: It's writing every day. Cause you're certainly playing every day. Yeah.
2: And I'm practicing all the time because
1: wow, I'm trying wow.
2: to keep, wow. keep up. But um, the writing I'll, let slide
1: and and the writing meaning like the next re- records or releases yeah. or that's that's part of that whole engine on your end okay?
2: yeah and the more you do it the more you can sift out and then you just have a better product
1: wow brandy mm-hmm. i could talk to you all day <laughs> here i want to i i mean you are you, you're not letting me down though i knew it would be like you're in an, and you're you've don't
2: doesn't everyone talk about this
1: no not the way you are some i've done 125 of these at least and they're all different and i knew you would be it would be like the way i've known you through the years every one of them is different every some people lead others uh let me drive which is awful look at me i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm driving a lot here and and it's getting i i'm just i'm fascinated by Y- you as a, as a human and as a musician, and mm-hmm. uh, there's so much to learn uh, from from all that you you've done so far in your career. Um, what would some like tips of advice for our our listeners be if they're thinking of like doing the un uh, the unthinkable, which is to move from what Vancouver to Toronto to 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 New York? And weren't you based out of Berlin too? Did you? Did, am I wrong there, or were you? That b- was why. B- no that wasn't sly yeah did you not have a uh brandy this is this was the thing no. brandy dister heft <laughs> it was like new york and another city
2: no i mean oh, i played in Ber- i played once in berlin but
1: no no it was this thing no you're not shitting me eh? it was always yeah. just one you always just were based at a one city
3: yeah
1: okay pardon my french we'll take that one out um yeah. Any any words of wisdom that you know? No, quick snack size wisdom. Yeah,
3: for, I would say
2: like yeah. one that my aunt told me is: "It's your art, no one else's art."
1: Angie Jure.
2: Yeah, and I love that one. It's your art, no one else's art. So no one can say anything, and if they say something, I don't care. It's my art,
1: right? Wow! Wow. Um, I like it.
2: I, I like it. it, and then I guess I like the rule of like always having private. A private study going on. So I'm always taking the, you know, some bass lessons or some you are, you doing are. the opera voice lessons to help me create a bigger sound and then the private piano lessons. So God. always growing. I oh like that always. And never being at the age where you can't yeah. keep learning, uh, thank right? Thank you. So George much Coleman knows much, much, much more than I do. I got a lesson with him actually too before we recorded. And then, um, wow. And, and I guess the other. One-
1: is sometimes it's just one lesson and, and yeah. then that's, that's good. Well,
2: yeah, but with the singing, it's uh, yeah. often an opera opera. Well, the classical, just because yes. I know from bass to be able to build.
1: That's so cool that you're, 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 I forgot to even ask you about voice. I don't think yeah. of you enough in that realm, but well, it's yeah. certainly a part of your practice. Right.
2: Yeah. And then the last thing I would say is just like doing your due diligence and learning, learning songs. You have to learn, you have to know, if you want to be a sideman or be able to sit in, you have to know yeah. songs. You have to memorize songs.
1: You have to memorize tunes. You have okay. to.
2: And not just American songbook st- songs, although those get called a lot more in Toronto. But
1: mm-hmm. I guess
2: every city has their pool of songs. But in New York, they're a lot more of the standards. So okay. meaning like stuff that the instrumentalists have written.
1: So before you moved to New York, did you have a thing where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I've got this. I've got, I've got a bit of a toolkit.
2: I thought I did.
1: <laughs> nice yeah. one. But you uh, did it anyway.
2: Oh Yeah, I didn't know you don't half didn't. of what I know but, now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. I love it. I love the fact that you shared that, that you're studying, that you've got about three different sets of lessons going. In what, in, in a week? Or do you, do you, do you alternate?
2: It depends, yeah, how busy. If I have like a few days off, then I'll definitely awesome. schedule something in. Wow. wow. I bet I should even do it more, you know.
1: I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I'm inspired by it. Um, Brandy, this has been a true delight. I, we w- reached what, the half-
2: where, where where are you going next?
1: Did you enjoy that when we reached the half hour mark? And I was like, <laughs> Fuck, I I got I I don't know if I could I don't I don't know if I have any more questions. I just oh, drew no. this like yeah can you well, tell no, me
0: and,
2: what, and what it was, you
1: it was right can you tell me what where, you
2: have going on it
1: was right at the fucking point where you started asking me about my shit i'm like this isn't about you interviewing me we're not gonna have, we'll have none of this but thank you what's your How next going?
2: project
1: um i have so many on the go you know oh wow. so many so many i have like a John Friendly Rich plays John Cage coming up. That's wow. just a joke, a joke record of silence.
2: Oh, so cool.
1: Just, I'll put like um, <laughs> l- like 14 one minute tracks with just like a little, um, you know, a- <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love
2: it.
1: Cause why not? Cause why with not? With
2: visuals?
1: Um, I, I don't know yet on the that, visuals. Okay. That would be actually quite fun, actually, is to do yeah. them as visuals, to just make them awkward videos of, you know, with the sound in there. That's a good idea. I haven't even recorded it yet, but it's, it's, I, it's the only thing I've ever done where I have the album art done before awesome. I do the album just as like a fucking weird awesome. thing. But yeah, no, there's a bunch of projects on the go. I mean, this podcast, I, yeah. I gotta tell you since COVID hit and I realized that there was an opportunity to start speaking with people via zoom all over the world it's really opened it up for me and really helped um connect with a lot of a lot like yourself you know a lot of people who i I probably never would have had the chance to uh to 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 make this happen with so that's been a real great learning experience you know very cool just talking about um what's the word continuing to grow and get stronger and figure things out uh, and making the most of a really shitty situation with covid and it, it was funny that as i asked you about covid you were like It's been great. Like, (laughs) and you just like riffed on and you're not, you're honestly, you're not the, um, the first person I've been asking that a lot in the last year I've interviewed, who's been like, had a positive slant on it. Apart from all the darkness, that's obviously in the foreground and wrapped around it not to be insensitive to that, but I understand your
3: personal experience
1: with it has been positive and I, and nothing to apologize for there. Right. right? It's, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, well, do you ever come back to Toronto? Is there ever a, a need to come? Back? Yeah,
2: I've been there quite a few times playing, and um, I get some nice Sideman thing call Sideman calls too. And I'm okay. trying to plan okay. a big like tour with this album with George Coleman and some bigger venues. Right. So we'll see um, if Amazing. I can make that happen. And oh, that's yeah. exciting! To hear. I love coming back. Oh my god, god that's course. great! Well, okay. I,
1: I look forward to seeing you again in person whenever that can happen. But for now, thank you for making time. We're going to end with this. Coup de Foudre.
2: Yeah. And I just wanted to plug uh, the LP that I have for the album. So if you go to brandy.nyc, that's the website.
1: And it's Brandy and, um, with an Eye. Brandy with yeah. an Eye. Yeah.
2: And I have some other jewelry stuff there from Louisa LaBarbara that she helped me collaborate with. And, oh, wow. Um, wow. And this song, Kutte de Foudre, is, um, I read in a Fitzgerald book. is means lightning bolts, but the actual translation is love at first sight.
1: Right, right.
2: And it features the great George Coleman. So
1: Amazing, Brandy. Well, I wish you nothing but success and find that big fish. Keep chasing it. You <laughs> Thank know, you. It's, it's, it, we, we've got, I think we've all got the right bait. We're, we're, right. we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. So I applaud uh, all the things that you've done and um, wish you nothing but success, continued success.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me, friendly rich.
3: Royal Flush All twisted down inside His invitation Arouses my imagination Through the boring Concepts of life Now recognize helpless fury Drop to the floor Heat of a chair
1: That was Coupe de Foudre from her latest record surfboard, Brandy Disterheft. Thanks again, Brandy. And uh, to learn more about Brandy's work, as she mentioned, go to brandy.nyc. Thanks again to the Markham Jazz Festival for partnering up with us. Next week, we've got Allison Ow, another uh, of, their, of the artists that uh, has worked with the Jazz Festival over the years. Go to markhamjazzfestival.com. To check out the uh, the lineup, August 20th to 22nd. I'm doing a little something in the mix there, so very excited. And make sure you check that out. Thank you for supporting Industry Tactics. What did you learn, dear listener? If uh, I'm interested in uh, in what you're picking up from these conversations, what you want to hear more of or less of, am, uh, you know, am I annoying? Am I annoying you? Tweet me. I want to. I'm, I'm trying to grow, as I mentioned in this episode. I'm trying to continue growing. I'll take it. Tweet me. I mean, don't 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 be uh, don't troll me. Okay, I, I don't want that. But you know what I mean. Give me some constructive feedback as well. I'm at friendly rich. I think friendly underscore rich on Twitter. But you'll you'll find me. Find me on the social media or go to friendlyrich.com. And let's keep growing together. Next week, I look forward to our conversation with Allison Au as we ramp up for the preparation of the Markham Jazz Festival later this month. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you soon on Industry Tactics.